0: What's up, guys? It's the Sports Chimps. My name is and my name is Pranav. Today, we're going to be doing our mock draft 1.0 for the NBA. Um, me and Pranav are really big into scouting, or and like you know, seeing who's next in the NBA. So this is this is this one's more fun for us. Than, yeah. And NFL both. Right. Yeah. So let's get it started off. So what we're gonna do, what what we're gonna be doing is switching off each pick. So I'm gonna start off with one. He's gonna go two. Then I'll have three. He'll have four, and on and on. So I'm gonna get odds. He's getting evens so yeah let's just get started yeah okay starting off in the and again this is barring any trades um i'm going to talk about a tr- potential trades but this is barring any trades. yeah and this is just the lottery as well yeah so pick number one it's Cade cunningham no matter who has it it's going to be Cade. and yeah. for me like i've said this many times it sucks that it's Cade, uh that it's p- it's a pistons taking a number one because yeah. they have a really really bad team but they're one bright spot in my opinion. Well, they have a couple, Sadiq Bay, but their one bright spot would be Killian Hayes. Yeah, to find a natural playmaker like that, he's a horrible score, like a really, really bad score. But to find a natural playmaker like that is hard, and they found it. And like I, Killian Hayes, he had a bad rookie year; he was not good. But
1: he also had some injuries. But I think that if the Pistons do draft Cade Cunningham, they should play him a shooting guard.
0: Yeah, and I don't I've, even think that's yeah. Great. And I've seen so many of these, like, you know, like. Like rebuilds and like people like doing mock drafts for saying like put Cade at the one, Hayes at the two. No. Yeah, that would not no, work at all. You don't do that. Hayes is a one if anything. He cannot play the two. He cannot score. He can't so, defend twos either. Especially with Cade's size. He'd right. be perfect at the two. Yeah. Cade would be great. I think he'd he he's best at the one, but he can definitely play the two. And the and this also sucks for the so for the Pistons, to be honest, I would not mind a trade down to two. I would not, you know, like. There were trade rumors about. And the Pistons being open. I've been mentioning before that, that, that came out too. Yeah. Because Jalen Green is the best fit out of this whole, this whole uh, mock draft for them. Jalen Green is the best fit. Yeah, I agree. They're, this is rare, but they're lacking one thing, which is scoring. And he is the best scorer in this draft right now. And he will be the best scorer in the draft forever. Like, he is the, like, I, it's definitely going to translate to the NBA. Because, again, like, we saw it in the G League as well, and he played really well against bigger bigger competition, bigger defenders. So I have no doubt in my mind that the scoring is going to translate to the NBA. So, yeah, if you, you know, trade down to two, like, and get a good haul from the Rockets, maybe some of those Nets picks. Yeah. um, Just maybe future picks, lottery, pre- uh, like, protected picks. Just to go down one spot and get the guy who's better fit for your team, I'm not mad at that at all.
1: Yeah. And Cade Cunningham, like, He's a good passer. Or he has good passing ability. But honestly, he doesn't have, like, super amazing passing vision. At least compared to, like, Killines, who mm-hmm. is, like,
0: a great passer all around. Honestly, yeah. And, like, one of the... Like, he has a very well-running game. But there's been some doubts about his playmaking. He had more turnovers than assists yeah. last year in Oklahoma. But then again, he did not have great teammates. He did not have... He, there's been many times where we play with, like, two players who just couldn't shoot the ball at all. No one could space the floor. Just not great teammates, but... And that still is kind of an interesting stat. I mean,
1: yeah, it's still like the turnovers are still a concern. Even if he's not getting the assists, the turnover should not be that high.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on uh, to you number got two. two. So Houston, I have them
1: taking Evan Mobley. I don't really think this is much of a debate either. He's seven foot tall and he's 215. So the only like, issue I have with that is he's, he needs to put on weight. He's kind of like thin right now. But he's a really good shot blocker. He's a great post game. And he has somewhat of a potential for a
0: jump shot. No, I think he has really good potential for a jump shot. He doesn't have a jump shot right now. He has good potential for a jump shot. Yeah, uh, he is what I think a lot of been, a lot of people have been calling him. But he is a modern big. He is so what you want. Kind of, kind of, like I hear that a lot, but I don't know if I. can I think he that. can definitely de- develop that jump shot and just yeah, he can be a modern big. He, I think the defense is super underrated because Su- if you yeah. go if you go back, you know like. Compared to, like, Wiseman taking at, at two. He was not a great defender. Aiden taking at one. I mean, these guys are going to be... I think ain's definitely panning out now, but when he was first taken the first two years, like, really? We took this guy at the kind big? Of, I mean, that's mainly because Luca was drafted after. But right, right. But, again, like... And he has fa- fared out fairly well for being a number one pick. Um, Yeah. But Mobley is an amazing defender. Yeah. And I think that's the best part of his game. Yeah. Plus, like, rebounding. But, again, that defense is absolutely unparalleled for me. Yeah. Like...
1: His defense is so good, but right when I watched him, like, the first few plays that I saw of him, he immediately reminded me of, like, Kevin Garnett. And we know, like, Kevin Garnett has this, like, dog mentality, and no other NBA player can ever replicate that. But I think in terms of, like, play style, I think Garnett is, like, a perfect
0: comparison. Perfect. Oh, one of the pair—what's the player count? For Cade— Honestly, it's hard to do a player comp for him because you can't really give him any big point guard stereotypes. So this is what I
1: I had like a mixed version of a Jimmy Butler and Luca, And that's because nah, like, nah,
0: nah. okay, are we talking about like players living up to their full potential or just your yeah, full potential? It's not like, right, not right. Like a, right, right yeah. Okay. I think honestly, for me, it would kind of be. I was thinking Lamelo. I mean, again, that's I, not a that's I, not a full potential. thing. I thought Lamelo too, like right at the beginning, mm-hmm.
1: but Lamelo's passing vision is so like in like it's like it's
0: a, on like a it's different. Pretty level. good, it's, I think his vision's great, but he didn't have a high amount of assist numbers last year. I think he's Lamello? around around five. I think a little below five. I mean, Kate averaged less than again the yeah. uh, college setting, right? Yeah, and but. So I think Lamelo is a. Fair, I think Lamelo would be my comp. So this barring is like, that passing vision thing. Yeah, I, I mean, think everything else, the scoring, the size, you know, that really yeah. like does demonstrate Lamelo for me.
1: I also think the reason I didn't say Lamelo was because Cade can play in the post. Like he can get big in the post because like he on has his more weight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because he has more weight on him. Mm-hmm. Lamelo is more like a skinny guy. Yeah, he can slash. He can hit threes. He, can, he has right. like a mid range, but mm-hmm. Cade can like really like dominate you in the post. Yeah, so that was like
0: one thing that I saw that was different. That's fair. So moving on to three. So you're done with two. Yeah. Anything else? All right. Moving on to three. Uh, this is like this pick kind of makes me excited in a sense that if what I'm gonna say works out for this, so for the for the Cavs. So for me, this pick. So I'm taking Jalen Green here. Yeah. This pick would be totally to live up to his full potential. This team, if they trade to Colin Sexton. Yeah. I think Colin Sexton's a good player. He's a good scorer. Doesn't fit the team. Yeah. Um, Darius Garland. So at first I was like Context is the best player on that team, and then you know you have Jared Allen, and then Garland and players like that. Yeah. I think Garland's the best player on this team. least like your brightest future right now. Okay. I yeah. really like Darius Garland. Potential wise, yeah. I really like him. I think he can really pass the ball well, and he has a good scoring ability. I averaged 17 last year. Yeah. I I can I think when I speak a lot of, I think a lot of people can agree when not many of us watched a lot of Cavs games last year. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of us really know how good or how like how actually good of a player Darius Garland is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So move Colin Sexton out of there. Let him go back to that point guard position. Whatever he goes. Yeah. I think the best trade would be for a Ben Simmons. And I say that you put Ben Simmons back at the power forward position, small forward, power forward. Um. So then you have Derek Garland, uh, Green, Okoro, Simmons. Jared Allen. You can't trust the floor at all. That's a very big negative because you have no shooters for the big. But I think you got to get someone for the power forward position right now because that's a lacking position for, for, for Colin Sexton. And you're not taking Kaminga at three. Yeah. Kaminga, for me, you got the top four and then you got the five. Yeah. That'd be Kaminga. But I do have something to say about that. So we get into that. But, um, this is so that's why I'm saying, you know, you take Green here. He is at this point so you got to go best talent available. Not only best talent, best scorer available. Yeah, just whoever's whoever's available, whoever the best player on the board is, you take him. So I, So for me like when I originally saw the Cavs got the
1: number 3 overall pick, I was like you can't take Jalen Green. You're front or your backcourt is already crowded with garland and sexton mm-hmm. as soon as those sexton trade rumors started popping up i immediately put jalen green in this spot yeah and the reason for that is the Cavs were dead last in offense last year and now you have the chance to take the number one offensive player in this class then again you are trading your best offensive player away in that yeah situation. but you you can get value for him right that's like the difference. i think
0: you can get good value um they need a so the only player that they can get right now who would start immediately for them would be a power forward. But
1: I don't I don't think Ben Simmons is the right. I I think they, they definitely need a power forward. I don't think Ben Simmons is the right option.
0: I think that's somewhat a, kind of a realistic trade that works out for both teams. Yeah, Colin Sexton can score. They need scores. Yeah, Ben Simmons is a younger player who could kind of fit that timeline. Yeah, for the Cavs. So
1: now this is the one problem I have. So first, Jalen Green, he he's he needs to put on weight. Yeah. Right, that's but his main.
0: Honestly, like he's gonna need to put on weight, but I'm not too too worried if he's playing the shooting guard position. If he's playing the small forward position, he needs to put on like he really needs to put on weight. But yeah, right now because and another reason I'm not too worried because he played against G League players who may not be you know that yeah great, It's better competition, but than they're college. No, no, it, they're big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if he's able to score against these bigger defenders, okay, that's why I'm not worried.
1: Yeah, but then there's one other so. The Cavs just traded away, or got rid of Kevin Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Jalen Green, he really reminds me of Kevin Porter Jr. Not like personality-wise. He's a better player. But yeah. He's a better uh, version. Placed, I guess. Because Kevin
0: Porter Jr. really played well for the Rockets Rockets. this year. Um, I think he's a better asset. Better like potential-wise. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah.
1: So, why would you get rid of Kevin Porter Jr. if you want to bring that same
0: type of player back? They got they they didn't get rid of KPJ because of the talent or like anything related to ball basketball itself. It was for yeah, everything yeah, outside. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would have loved to keep KPJ.
1: Yeah, he. Was, I really think he's gonna be a good player. Yeah. So player comps. I think this is pretty simple. Yeah, that's your player comp. No, no, my player comp is someone else. But what's your player? comp? No, you go first. Zach Levine. Zach Levine? It's pretty simple for me. He's a three. So when I look at KP, yeah, honestly. He's a, he's a scorer, super athletic. And can dunk. Yeah, Like Dunk, like slash, like does everything Zach Levine
0: can do. Just like not
1: at the Zach Levine level yet.
0: I don't think he's as athletic. Athletic. I mean, because he's I mean, a monster. In athlete. size wise, he, he's so, he's a monster when he plays against like, you know, high school competition. No, Even in the G League. Yeah, he, he was, was. Honestly, yeah. You body. know what? I would give the Zach yeah. Levine comparison. That's pretty, that's pretty, yeah, that's a pretty good one. You can go. I, yeah. I agree with that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah.
1: So the fourth overall pick, Toronto. So, uh, wait, wait.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's that good of a three-point shooter yet, but he will be. Yeah. Yeah, Toronto. So the this fourth is-
1: overall pick, Toronto.
0: So I wanted Jalen Green to fall to Toronto. That would
1: be, like, perfect for me. But after watching Jalen Suggs, he's really, really jumped up my rankings because I really like him as an overall player. So he has good size for a guard right now. Six-foot-four, 205. He's a really good athlete. And he can slash. He can pat he he honestly, he might be the best passer in this draft. And I don't think that's it's that close either. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Because Cade and him both have really good passing ability. Jalen Suggs has the
0: passing vision. But he's that better talent. Yeah, overall, overall. That's because he's also bigger. Like way bigger. Wait, Cade Cunningham. No, no, I'm talking about Suggs has better talent around him. Like without a doubt.
1: Yeah, he did have better talent, and he was like better flash, more passing vision, like full court, like Lamelo ball type passes, like Mm -hmm. that type of passing, like you don't find often. And Jalen Suggs has that. On top of that, he's a really unselfish player, which I think is like I think the mentality part for NBA players is one of like the biggest signs that you're gonna be a good player. Mm -hmm. He's also really smart. He is a streaky shooter, and I think that's one of like the main.
0: Like issues that people have with him. When you bring him in, he's gonna be your point guard for the future. Yeah, he's a project in that kind of in that sense. I think he can do a lot of things. Like I don't know. I don't know if he's a project. He's probably one of the most polished players in this draft. No, I I disagree. I think his scoring won't translate immediately, at least for the first one to two seasons. I think, I think it's gonna take some time for that scoring to really, really translate. So that's why I think he's a project. I don't. I think he's gonna have a high turnover rate. Especially that first season. This again, this is common with a lot of point guards. Yeah. younger point guards too, especially one year, like yeah. one and done players. So the, I, I think that's what's gonna happen. I, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Um, yeah, keep going.
1: So uh, the reason I don't think he's like a project is because he's so polished as a passer, so polished like in terms of like IQ. He's like a really smart player. He has like a decent handle. Like it's not like anything to be like. It's not, like, a problem. Then he's also a really good defender. And he has really high potential as a defender as well. Yeah. So I really like this fit for Toronto.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle to, Lowry replacement as well. Yeah. He So Lowry's out of there in the situation, which is totally fine. Yeah. Lowry doesn't fit the timeline, I guess. Or if you keep Lowry one more year, like,
1: mm-hmm. be a veteran, be a mentor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I doubt. I think, I, I think he wants to win. But for me, like, I would have really liked to see Green there because I don't like the whole small ball thing with Van Vliet at the 2. I'd rather see him at the 1. Um, I think he's a good scorer. He's a great scorer, and he does for that scoring at the 2, but the defense just isn't there for Van Vliet at the yeah, 2. Yeah, Van Vliet. Uh, so that's why I would have liked to have seen, like, put Van Vliet back at the 1, get Green at the 2, but obviously it's not really an option. Yeah. Number, f- number 5. So it's so a comparison. Comparison? Derrick Rose. <laughs>
1: I don't know about Derrick Rose because he's not like the same athlete,
0: not the athlete, like the player after, like the, the oh, he's rebirth a current of D. day Derrick Rose, rebirth of because D. D. Rose is an underrated passer at that position. Yeah. So I I don't really know. This just, this just this just like popped
1: in my head when I was watching him. He reminds me of like a Brandon Roy, combined with like a Rondo type passer. I don't think he's that. Thing, like no. So the reason for that is because he has really good scoring potential. He's not the score right now, and Brandon Wright, when he came out of college, he was not the scorer that he was at his prime. Mm-hmm. And the reason for Rondo is because both of them have really good passing ability, and Jalen Suggs has he has really underrated passing. Like overall, as a passer, he's incredible.
0: He's a way better passer than Cade. I don't. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, am honestly fine with that. I think Cade is kind of overrated as a passer. Yeah. You do uh, You got it. So that's- yeah. That's it. All right, number five. This is where this is going to cause some ripple. This is, like, the big one for me. Here at five. Uh, I'm going Scotty Barnes out of FSU at number five. And, okay, let me justify. So, Jonathan Kuminga, so he is a much, he's a younger player than Scotty Barnes, all right? But Kaminga, his scoring, he's kind of really inefficient last year on the, in the G League, all right? Okay. He's a big body player. But he he won't really be able to translate that to the NBA, cause he's not that big of a body. Um, he's not a huge body, and he really relies on his body to get points up. Okay. When I look at Scottie Barnes, I love him cause of his defense. Yeah. So when you look at the Magic, they're they have a slew of draft picks coming in. They have a slew of talent all over the board. They got Mo, Mo Bamba, Wendell, th- three three guards, Markell, Cole Anthony, and um, uh. Cole Anthony and R.J. Henton, They have John Isaac as well. These players kind of like, and that's in like what I'm thinking right now is that they don't really have like. They don't have like a, They need a. They want. They need someone who's flexible and in positional play. And to me, Scotty Barnes is extremely flexible in positional play. He can guard one through five, no question about it. Right now, yeah. and he can play from the. I think he can play from the three to five. And he'd be like a stretch stretch five in like super small ball lineups. Okay. So in that situation, like, he's really flexible. You want to put him at the 3 alongside Isaac at the 4, do that. You want to put Isaac at the 3 and put him at the 4, you can do that. Kaminga can only really play the 4. And I see Isaac more of a 4, to be honest. So putting Isaac at the 3, I don't really see that. I think he's a better fit at the 4. So then if you put Barnes at the 3, Isaac at the 4, and then you have those two centers, whoever you really want to value more at the 5. So I think that's kind of how, why I think Scotty Barnes is, and this could be a. I think like, the reason I'm putting Barnes at the five is because I've seen so much of P. Will. So, Patrick Williams, and he's basically like P. Will 2.0, in my opinion. Not completely, but to an extent, yeah. The, that stretch for a type of guy who can play a really good defense. That's how I see both of them. Okay. Um. So, so that's why I'm like, I really see that type of potential in Scotty Barnes, and I really see the potential in P. Will. So, I have Scotty Barnes at the five. Okay.
1: Now, I, I disagree. Yeah, I know. So the reason for that is because all of the magic players that you mentioned, John Isaac, Wendell, even like their younger point guards, none of them are elite scorers. Scotty Barnes is also not a scorer at all. The point guards can be really good
0: scorers. Cole Anthony maybe. RJ Hampton, Anthony. I, I don't know. RJ Ar- Hampton can. He has potential, but right now he's again, all their whole team is potential based. But none of mean? them
1: have scoring potential.
0: Yeah, they do. RJ Hampton has good scoring potential. Not like a 20-plus score. I can definitely see it.
1: RJ Hampton. Again, we're talking potential. Okay, 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 even then, that's from your two-guard spots. So if they're averaging 20-plus, then you got 40 points. Your three, four, and five cannot score
0: with Scotty Barnes. I on your think team. Isaac has. I think he needs. Last season, I think last season, he would have been like a 16 to 17 points per game score, especially him being the number one scorer with Vuce out. Um, That's what I. But again, obviously towards ACLs, so you couldn't really see that. I mean, so Barnes's biggest asset, in my
1: opinion, is his defense. And the Magic, they don't really need defense from their wings right now. Because they do have John Isaac, they have Wendell, they have Mobamba, all like decent defenders. John Isaac is an elite defender. Yeah, and the no, other two are, without a doubt, d- decent defenders. So in my opinion, I don't think you need another defender on your team. So the reason I so I have Jonathan Kamiga here. Yeah, And that's because he has, right now he's the most raw prospect in this draft, but he has super high potential. Just because he was inefficient in the G League, mm-hmm. in the Development League, but he still has scoring potential. And he showed that, because he did have more of a shot than Evan Mobley. And if we think Evan Mobley has a good... Just sh- like shooting potential, he's than, a
0: streaky shooter, in my opinion. I'm not a big fan of him.
1: Yeah, but you can develop that. That's something that you can like gain, especially since you're the youngest player in this class. Mm-hmm. So, and he has really, really good defensive potential because of how long his blink span is. I think, Scottie Barnes is infinitely more defensive. Potential. Yeah, defensive, but offensive he is not. O- offensive as a passer, sh- sure. He's one of the best. Pa- I would say he's the second best passer in this class, mm-hmm. behind Jalen Suggs. But offensively as a scorer, he is probably one of the worst. I wouldn't say the worst. He, he's not a good scorer at all. But I think he has decent potential. He's like a point
0: forward. He's a modern-day point forward. He has really good passing ability, yeah, too.
1: That, he's second-best passer in this
0: class. Yeah. So, again, I'm a big fan of Scotty Barnes. Uh, I simply due to his versatility, Like I can see him going playing the one later in his career. If yeah, he really I mean, develops. he that. is my favorite player in this class. Like, I really enjoy watching him because he's so, like... Again, like, that's why I'm saying, like, you want that player with versatility. And honestly, he would have been great for the OKC Thunder in the sense that they're going to have so many draft picks coming in later. In the sense that you're not going to really see where everything falls. Mm. So having a player with that type of versatility who can play the one... He's not a two-guard. I think he can play one, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay,
1: so then what's your comp? Player comp? I think this is an easy comp. He will, right? I have Draymond Green.
0: I don't. Whoa, that's you.
1: Passing, defense, not an amazing scorer, but like he maybe eventually get up to like fifteen points a game. Yeah. But elite passing, elite defense, and he he is one of the players in this class that has like, an like a dog mentality. He's so much energy when he's on the floor, constantly like running around, screaming, yelling, and you can like see that when you like watch him. Mm-hmm. He's such a like high energy player. Super good in transition. Super good downhill like driver, and all of these are like. Draymond Green thing yeah. maybe more athletic than Draymond Green but
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's fine okay so then I think at six you're gonna have Kuminga
1: yeah so at six I had Scotty Barnes before but I'm I guess Kuminga's
0: fine right I mean yeah. I guess you can switch these guys around yeah number seven okay so I know that you have a different I have Davian Mitchell yeah and I think that's kind of like a consensus pick yeah, I think that, you know, the that, second that, player I'd have before you say I don't know who your guy is would be Franz Wagner it's, it's not Franz Wagner. I know. So, but again, those two players would kind of like be my pick at seven for the Warriors. And I, the reason I have Mitchell at seven is like they're in win now mode. He's already played four years in college. Uh, he is the most NBA ready right now. Like for this next season. I right. mean, maybe not. Maybe not over the big guys like Cade or something. But of the players available, he is easily the the most and readily yeah. available. But for me, this is you, you need to try this pick for a player.
1: Maybe so. So you have Davion Mitchell. I have Jalen Johnson here. I think he's way too raw. He's a raw talent. Yeah, that's for sure. And that doesn't fit their timeline. They're trying to win now. I mean, but why? So you're drafting someone to play on your bench. What's the point of that? When you have someone who has potential to... You know who be their league. point guard is? Second, a uh, backup point guard is right now?
0: Damien Lee? No, Nico Mannion. Nico Mannion, he was decent last no, year. No, he wasn't. He's a G well, League. He, he, he played half the season in the G League. Yeah. But they have Damien Lee too. Again, he's more of a shooting guard type player. They don't have a true backup Jordan point Poole guard. Is shooting They guard. don't have a true backup point guard right now. And I know you're drafting mean, guy to be a sixth man, right? Like, but, I mean,
1: not even sixth man. Like, why are you drafting someone to be your backup point guard when you can sign, like, some random point? Like,
0: is anybody would fit. I, get, I guess. I get that. But I think he, like, if you're trying to win right no, now especially, for the next season, which they are, he is the best player for them right now. And Maybe I, like
1: in terms of win now, but you can always get a Davion Mitchell type talent for next yeah, year. I'm a
0: big it, fan of Jalen Johnson, and yeah. you'll see that later in the draft. But or you're probably gonna take him at eight. But so with it, okay, so like the seventh overall pick, mm-hmm. why are you using that
1: for a backup point guard? If they should trade, that's one thing. If they're trading, then it's fine, because then they're not drafting someone for their, be- like their
0: bench. I think again, I really think it makes sense for them to he he really will carry that second unit and learn from Steph Curry. I mean their second unit wasn't even that bad last year.
1: It was pretty bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, they still had like they had no surroundings on their second unit. Yeah. Eric Pascal is not a good player. He just got a lot of opportunities rookie year. He's not a good player. Yeah, I mean he's they have no really good players off the bench for them
1: right now. You can sign bench
0: players. Like th- that's not something you use a seventh overall pick for. Again, this is not I'm not saying he's gonna stand on the bench for the rest of his career. It's just how I see like you win right now and then you develop him as well. I think Again, being that four-year player out of Baylor will really work out well I for mean, them. I mean, he
1: doesn't even have that much potential because he was in college for 4 years. He's a
0: defensive dog and yeah, honestly, but scoring like Steph Curry is a great player, but He's not a great defensive player. Again, to no, play he, that, defense, he's an underrated defender. I'm not, I'm not saying he's bad. On top of it, they have Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Wiseman. Again, I'm not Weisman saying again, I'm not, potential. Yeah, potential. But he's not a great. Like he's not a, like a great defender. He, you don't even
1: need defense because you have Clay Thompson and you have good defenders on your team. Yeah, that's fine. But I just think that and Jalen Johnson, he has good def- defensive potential too. No, but he's a he's a really good defender right now. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. Uh, what's it called? But for your bench unit, like you can assign a, a random player and he'd be
0: justified. I guess, but I, again, I, I think it really makes sense for them, like, in a win-now situation. Maybe we look, like, because, like, you already have Wiseman who's already a project, and they're not in that situation to really wait, be developing. Wait, if you want someone on your bench to be, like, that spark
1: plug like Davion Mitchell could, you put Andrew Wiggins there, and you put Jalen Johnson in the starting lineup
0: why I, then andrew wiggins who is a good scorer Jalen and johnson's the definition of a product he's going to yeah, hurt he, them more than help them you see how they put Wiseman on the bench towards it, the later and the later in the season cuz they're trying to win now if you're looking for like someone the biggest, on your bench units then why why do you need to use a seventh i'm not saying he's that. like you're just using him just for that bench unit spot he's not starting yeah ever. i know i know It's like what <laughs> Again, I get that, but they need players who can play good right now. And they kind of like I think they regret that kind of mistake taking Wiseman at two last year because he is a definition of a project. And you want another project in Jalen Johnson. Again, I think Jalen Johnson, like if you go in by true value, I take him at that sound spot for sure. For sure. Um but you can't in this I just can't see them passing up on Davian Mitchell uh, at that, that seven spot. Because they, they just can't take on another project. I'm not even like a project. Like, He's a project. He's no, not gonna I mean, be a good player. I mean, the like first Davion Mitchell,
1: in free agency, you could sign up, you could sign like a Rondo, some other like point guard, and he would be just as good. I at least for Davion Mitchell next year, if they're in win now mode, any rookie is bad for win
0: now. Any rookie, Ex- honestly, except for him. No, like in my, in the, like the reason I say that is because that his best part of his game is his defense, yeah. and I think that's gonna easily translate to the league. But you can get defenders outside of, in like, free agency, too. Like right, but then you're going to, I feel like it just doesn't fit there. T- See, like, you have Steph Curry, who's in his prime right now. Yeah. Like, Kelly Thompson, who's going to be in his, I like, he's not going to get any better. He's not getting any better. Yeah. I wouldn't say in his prime, but he's not getting any better. Yeah. Draymond Green, who's already kind of regressing. Yeah. You want to take another project when you're really, like, you're in a situation to win right now. I mean, well, you mentioned
1: three players who are only going to get worse. Three right. players. Right. And the three biggest players on your team. So after all of them are gone, you have nothing. Why are you worrying about that? This is because your best <laughs> shot. you
0: your, This is your best shot to win a title. These three players. You're, yeah, your best shot is not on your bench. Your best shot is a player. No, I'm in the saying starting those lineup. three players are your best shot to win a title right now. I know, now. but your best shot is not spending the seventh overall pick on someone to play on your bench. No, you The reason, like, look, their t- their goal is to win a title as soon as possible. Yeah, and winning a soon, winning a title to win as soon as possible. Like Jalen Green is not gonna, uh, Jalen Johnson's not gonna help that. At least next year, yeah. At least for the next two to three years, yeah. I t- like you agree, yeah. David Mitchell does. He
1: doesn't because he's on your yes, bench. he does.
0: Like you need someone. He's a dog defender. He's a great team player. Like we, he he gives them again. I think he has good scoring of, like potential as well. I'm not why like I feel like you're forgetting. He has good potential as a scorer as well. Maybe not as good as Jalen Johnson. Not nearly like he's. I don't think no. I think I think he has good potential too. So I think he can really develop that again. Yeah, again, if you're playing he's you're drafting him to play 6 man for this next season. Look, I mean, look, the Warriors they're also losing Kelly Oubre, so they have an opening at that forward position. I I, I understand that, but again, well, I mean, honestly, my the best position best tr- best thing to do with this pick is trade it. Yeah, trade it. Tra- I think if they trade it, that's completely I think Siakam would be a good trade for them. To I, play I that don't know how they, I mean, if he's they, a good defender and can again play that f- I'm that. again, he'd play at 3, right? No, he'd play he plays 4. Play, no, Draymond plays the four. Yeah, Draymond plays the four. So then... You okay, know, I actually want to think about this. Because this is like... No, because they played Wiggins at the two last year. So they played... Yeah, and they had Uber at the three. And Draymond at the four. four and then they had... They they had uh, Kevon Looney starting over Wiseman at the five. Yeah. Which is, again, like they're not really in that mood for a project. I so, think
1: that was also because they were like at that... That was more at like the very end of the season when like... It was win or you're missing the playoffs. It's so, like you want someone with a little bit more experience than James Wiseman, and he, even then he was not performing. So yeah, he was no,
0: he was he was not performing the whole season really. Yeah, but you also want him to be in the starting lineup to like develop. But why are they worrying? But like again, they don't really care about the development thing right now, which you saw when they benched Wiseman. I mean, when their whole team is injured, you might as well get like minutes for your. Second overall pick. But they didn't really... They were trying to make the playoffs. They were trying to make the play-in. That's why, yeah. why they no, I mean, bench-wise... Because he was hurting them more than helping them when he was on the court. I think it was because they needed more experience in the start. No, lineup. he was honestly hurting them more than helping. He was super raw. He was not playing well with them. And the same thing is going to happen with Jalen Johnson. I don't think they want to take that on. Not next season. Not for the next two to three Well, I, I think they're going to trade the pick. I feel like that's the obvious I don't, decision. I don't think... I don't... Like, you can't predict those types of trades. Like, because for who? Unless there's a player like. Like kind of you see for sure like I guess like like players that I'm thinking of right off the bat would be like like Bradley Beal or like Sim like these are kind of like these players who are, might be kind of on the trade block like Carl Anthony Towns uh,
1: I, I think it's someone more like realistic someone at that small forward position yeah.
0: Beal or Simmons. even shooting guard because Clay can play small forward Simmons the, people forget that Ender Wiggins still on the team so you might have to trade him the pick and Wiseman for not Wiseman you're not trading Wiseman to 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 make contracts match, uh, and for like a star sort of I player. I mean, Wiggins' contract is like two plus mil. No, 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 not just for contracts, and then like plus Wiseman for the talent for maybe like a like this would be for like perennial All Star type player. I mean,
1: that would be for like a Dame Bradley. Not even Dame. Not you know you, they don't want Dame with
0: Steph on the team. I mean, any talents like see like in that situation, you put Dame at the one, Steph at the two, Thompson at the three. Uh, I don't think that. one at the four, and then. Again, it's not the best fit, but it's gonna help their team no matter what. I think a shooting guard would be. I really wanted to. I really want to see Damon like um, um on the Warriors for that like Oakland vibe. He's from Oakland and stuff like that. But yeah, that doesn't really make sense. I mean, what
1: shooting guard would fit for their team?
0: Again, like, they don't really have great fit. They just have upgrades they can have at a, a I position. Mean, maybe
1: like a Brandon Ingram. Maybe the Pelicans are like, we need Zion here. Like Zion's already like frustrated. He's their best player. I'm yeah. second best player. Yeah, I know, but maybe the Pelicans are like. Okay, so Zion is already frustrated
0: with the situation. That's, we need to go big, get seven overall pick, get Wiseman maybe. That's the opposite of going big. If they want to make keep him happy, why would they get rid of talent for potential? Like, no, they want to bring in talent in that situation. Does it like that? And they're in a position where they could trade for Kemba or something. Like going, that's the opposite of going big. Maybe. No, it definitely is. Um, I think. I think this is a really tough spot for the Warriors. Like, it, again, you don't really have, like, a perfect fit, perfect pick at this position. I think the best pick for them to win right now and, like, kind of, like, what they're, like, kind of, like, going for would be a Davian Mitchell.
1: I mean, I still don't understand. Like, he's your bench. He's on your bench. Yeah, that's fine. What is he going to do on your bench?
0: He's going to develop, become a when good you When you man. have holes in your
1: starting lineup. They don't really have that many holes once their Clay comes are, back. When Clay comes back, they still have a
0: small forward and small forward would center be center. Is a small forward would be Andrew Wiggins. Power forward would be um, Draymond Green and their center at least for now. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's, be Wiseman. Yeah, I mean center. they don't have holes at the wings whatsoever. Wiggins is not. He's he is so underrated. He's a good defender. Put up eighteen points per defense. game. He's not a good yeah, defender. That's that. That's what you've been thinking. He's a go watch his gameplay now. He's a good defender. I, what are his stats now defensively? I mean, it's not just, just stats. He's a good defender right now. I'm not saying he's a great defender, but he's a really good defender. I mean, he's a good defender right now. Like, that earlier in his career, he wasn't a great defender. He's a good defender now. Th- whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, so they don't have any holes at the wings position at all. They don't really have any holes in the starting lineup at all. It's their bench that's absolutely horrible. And that's why you take Davion Mitchell. I mean, last year, the only reason they didn't make the playoffs was because of injuries. And they had a horrible
1: bench. It was not their bench. Their no, whole it was lineup definitely was it their was, whole lineup was bad. They just didn't really have much, you know, talent. I mean, their whole lineup was bad. Like you can't say they didn't make the playoffs because of their bench. They just didn't have much talent. outside of then, stuff like teams like the Lakers, right, like their bench is horrible. No, it's not. It's really bad. It's not that bad. I, teams like Brooklyn, their bench is horrible as well. Well, yeah, they just have star power. Yeah, I but like you can't blame it on the bench saying like and that's no. why they make the.
0: Hmm? Playoffs, but I think it's a bigger reason why it's not bigger than their whole team being bad. Yeah, but Jalen Johnson's not going to add to that anytime soon. At least he gives you like something. What in three years? That's not going to help. They don't really care about three or four years. Why would you again w- take a pick who I can mean, help even- right now? Even then, it's a, it's a bench or some free agent and again, point guard... Yeah, you he want to talk about free than... agent point guard? They don't have cap space to sign a free agent point guard that You can actually, sign any player on that the That can actually make an impact. You David Mitchell's going to make any... It's, it's going to make more impact than... No, he's, he's like minimum any, bad no minimum that player. Any yes, yes. veteran
1: is going to make more of an impact on your team than... A okay, name a player. Name a couple of players. Like, a Rondo would make way bigger impact. They don't have Mitchell. that... I mean, they might have a little minimum, bit of cap. Like you, you can definitely get cap
0: for... And Kelly Oubre's gone too. You have a little bit of cap. No, they... There's so much in the negatives. I think they have like they're like eighty million dollars in the neg- in luxury tax because of the the Kevin Durant signing from before and DeMarcus Cousins signing. Uh, no, not D but like they have Clay Thompson's contract, Steph Curry's contract, like maxed out. You know what I mean? I mean that's two contracts, and you have Wiggins. And then is- Wiggins' thirty million dollar contract. So and trade, then, b- trade Wiggins away. But then you also have KD's contract from before. They didn't have the cap space to sign him. They wanted the luxury tax for that, so that adds up. So right now they have they're so bad in cap space. And then Draymond's horrible-ass contract. Yeah, I mean... And then, you know, back... Like, also... Look, cap is not that big of a deal if you can
1: sign a veteran player on the middle. It's not... And most of these free
0: agent point guards are going to be way more impactful than a rookie player. Yeah, I guess we can just disagree on that pick. So who's... So, but I had the pick, so I guess we went Mitchell there. At... Seven. Yeah. So at eight, who are you taking? For the... Magic again. Well, I'm going Keon Johnson.
1: So, I would have gone Jalen Johnson here, but with Kaminga already, like, there's no point in saying...
0: Or Scotty Barnes.
1: Or Scotty Barnes, yeah. So, uh, so originally, I had Davion Mitchell being paired up with Scotty Barnes on the Magic, which I think would be insane. So, now I have Keon Johnson, who is... Honestly, I don't... So, he's a really good talent. He's super athletic, but he's not a great scorer. He's a really good defender, or defensive potential. But he's mainly an athlete. He just broke the record for like the highest vert of all time.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a dog in that situation.
1: I, I but he's also another like development. Player. Yeah, he's gonna
0: take a few years to reach that ceiling.
1: And that's why I don't think that, I, I don't really know what the Magic do here. No,
0: no, that's fine for them. They're not winning
1: anytime soon. But drafting Kaminga and Keon Johnson or Scotty Barnes. But I mean, uh, Scotty Barnes is more polished than both of them. That's what I'm saying. I, but, I, mean, I mean, two super raw talents. You
0: wanna like, what if both of them don't pan out? Because
1: there's a high chance of that happening.
0: I think they can. I I mean, in this situation, we have Barnes going at four or five. Yeah. So I think that's fine. Taking Keon Johnson at eight. Yeah. So I, yeah, I guess. I mean, other than that, like, who else are you taking? Who? Yeah,
1: I, I don't really know who else he would take. Um, maybe like Moses Moody, who I honestly is like he's pretty. Polished. I'm not like a big fan a of him at all. Like I like I, Moses Moody a lot. I really don't like him. He's a, he's a pretty polished player,
0: and he. I'm not, I'm still sticking with Keon Johnson because he's more potential. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Jalen Johnson's still on the board, and and so at number nine, yeah, for the Kings, you go Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I think they're another player that needs to make a splash sometime soon. De'Aaron Fox is such a good talent, and I know you I, agree I, with yeah. that. You're in love with him. So if it means trade for Ben Simmons, trade for Ben Simmons. You it's know not what I mean?
1: Ben. The Ben Simmons is not the fit for every team, and I, I'm
0: not saying he's a fit, but you need to make a splash somehow. I mean, and J. they're John. actually they're lacking big man talent, and he would play big man position I, for them. Ben
1: Simmons is not the player. Like they don't have like, why? They already have a facilitator. What is Ben Simmons going
0: to do? Not, right? I'm not saying he's a facilitator. I'm playing play the power forward.
1: He can't be a scorer. He can't be a facilitator. So he he's can, only he's a, a dog a defender. defender. And
0: you can play. You can facilitate from the power four I mean, position. Why are you going to pay 25 or from a big man, man position? And you see that from Nikola Jokic.
1: I know, but you have De'Aaron Fox. Who is a facilitator? He,
0: he's not a great facilitator. No, he's he a pass. he's, no, not, he, no, he's he a He averaged better, four assists last year. He's a better
1: scorer than. No, that's not true. Yeah, he's he a did. better scorer than he is a passer. Or, or like five, true. but he again. That's yeah. I'm pretty sure he averaged seven plus.
0: Oh, what's it? Um, touch it up, but
1: I don't think he averaged much assists last year. Pretty no, sure he, he averaged around five. No, he averaged. Like, he averaged like quite a bit. I because I was comparing him to uh, some other players, but he averaged.
0: Uh, so De'Aaron Fox averaged, oh, he averaged that 7, 7.2. Yeah. Um, okay, that's actually kind of high, but... Yeah, he's a good facilitator, and that's with horrible teammates as well. Yeah, right, that's keep that. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, again, they're, like, I, I would have liked, like, liked to see a buddy healed Marvin Bagley plus a pick for yeah. Ben Simmons. Not for Ben Simmons. Not for Ben Simmons. I think that Someone been. else
1: would have been better, but not they, Ben Simmons.
0: They have, there's no one really left on that trade block. Maybe, it's, like, uh, Chris maybe. Um... Chris does, but why would the Magic? Why would the Ma- Mavs do that? See, like the reason I say Buddy Hill and Marvin Bagley in the sense that you get a three point score. I mean, I guess like what they lost with Seth Curry going
1: to the 76ers, you get that back with Buddy Hill in that shooting.
0: Seth Curry stole in the 76ers. No, I mean, the Mavericks. Oh, the Mavs. Yeah, <laughs> they don't really need scoring. I think they have great scores: Tim Hardaway and Jalen Brunson. But with signing Josh Richardson and or trading Josh Richardson for Seth Curry is a bad trade. They, they traded Seth Curry for Josh Richardson. Or, yeah, yeah.
1: What, like, Getting Josh Richardson. Yeah, but I mean, in theory, when they
0: made that trade, it kind of made sense. Like, but now like they had the score and they need dog defenders, and he just wasn't that great for them. Yeah, at but all.
1: now you get Buddy Hield and Bagley, who has potential, and you get first round pick. I don't think they
0: make that trade. I think I'd rather have Chris Tops, who played actually pretty well in the regular season. He averaged 20 and 7. I don't like People pops. forget. He came off an injury. He's like, came off an injury for their whole history. Like whole a career. bad injury. Like he missed half the season. I don't really think that's the reason why like, he gets hits because he just played really bad in the playoffs. I mean, like, people are like, right when he came back, like they expected
1: him to be like that top player. And then he like got worse in the playoffs. Especially or... when
0: he's not getting as high of a usage rate and yeah. being a second option. So, it's, it's different. Yeah, it's much different. But
1: I like the Jalen Johnson pick for
0: them. Yeah. I think it's right. Uh, you have
1: ten. So ten is the who's at ten? Uh, Pelicans. The Pelicans. Okay, I'm gonna have them taking. What do I have taking?
0: I think, I think yeah, I'm, Franz Wagner would be a good pick here. No, I don't think Franz. I'm gonna go Ke- uh
1: I'm gonna go move Moses Moody. The shooting guard is their only hole. They have Josh Hart there right you now. So, you, like, mm-hmm. let's say you resign Lonzo. Now you have a shooter in Moses Moody, who's also scoring potential. Brandon Ingram, Zion, and then Jackson Snazer, Stephen Adams, whatever you there, yeah. and that completes your starting lineup.
0: Yeah, that's fine, honestly. Yeah, uh, they also have Kyra Lewis, who they already drafted. Yeah, I like Kyra Lewis, so and that's I why like Nikhil Ag- Alexander. That's Washington. why I don't want to take like another guard at that position. But like, you can't take small forward. I think you know. they they're kind of lacking that stretch like shooting on that team you have Brandon Ingram like he, he again they're still lacking Moses shooter. Moody's a shooter but Franz Wagner's like that's he's a he's a big he, man stretch the floor shooter he can't play shooting guard though hmm? he can't, I'm not saying shooting play guard. shooting guard but how else is he like again he doesn't I don't know I don't really like any fit here I don't like the idea of taking another point guard I, I, he's a shooting guard he's a, or another guard yeah I, another guard Um, but yeah Moses Moody at 10, at, at ten so at 11 the Hornets are here they need a center. They need a center bad because um, Cody Zeller is not really going to cut her anymore. Centers available right now would be um, you have, uh, what's his? You have Usman Garuba. Uh, you have Usman Garuba. I'm Isaiah li- Jackson. Isaiah Jackson. But I'm going to go Alperin Sengun. You know that guy?
1: Yeah, I know. I I'm not. I I don't. I don't know what the hype around him is. I had. I He's thinking.
0: got like you know good post moves and just again and strong rebounding, and shot blocking, which is kind of what they need. Yeah. So you go with that big man. I think you definitely got to go with big man here. Yeah. Um So yeah, I, I'm going Alperin Sangun out of Besiktas, and again, the, now you're just going best player available. Mm. That isn't the best player available. I like him in this situation cuz you get the strong rebounding strong, strong shot blocking which is good which is great for them at that position. So like they're kind of in a position where they could honestly trade PJ Washington. He didn't no, really no, play no, no, no. he didn't play well for them last year. No, I he is what was he I I thought he played
1: well. He didn't no, no Miles Bridges kind of played well for them. Yeah, Miles Bridges I'm pretty sure PJ Washington played well. No, I think he was kind
0: of lacking. So they could trade him. Thirteen
1: but seven rebounds, three assists.
0: What was his efficiency? I don't think he had a great efficiency.
1: On 44-39 efficiency. I mean, that's, that's not, not bad. That's pretty that's good. Not bad. Um, yeah, I like PJ Washington a lot. Yeah. Uh, twelve. You have the you have the Spurs pick. So uh, this is kind of a weird position for the Spurs because they are like heavy on guard. They I still have Demar.
0: I would. I want to see them let go of Demar. Yeah. I mean, what do they do from there, then? Uh, Say, uh, like, players available. Corey Kispert's available still. Yeah, they have Corey, yeah, Corey Kispert. Wagner's available because you didn't take him. Book Knight's available.
1: But they don't need guards. They have DeJounte Murray, Derek White, like, Delaney Walker. I don't think
0: they have a good two-guard yeah, I mean, available.
1: I guess. Honestly, yeah.
0: I think Book Knight would be my pick if I'm at 12. He's a good scorer. He's just a pure bucket getter. I, I think I'm between... Yeah, Book Night's definitely. Uh, no, I'm going Wagner,
1: Wagner here, because I think you draft him as your Demar Derozan replacement.
0: Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly fine with that pick. I would have went Book Night, but I'm totally fine with that pick. Number thirteen for the Pacers. Uh, the Pacers are just what are they doing?
1: Cause I this is one of the teams that like I this, that confuses me the most. Cause they're like all around, like they've they have good players all around, but they're just bad. Right. Malcolm Brogdon, Sabonis. They, they need to make it spa-
0: splash soon. Yeah, Karras like,
1: Levert. So yeah, I
0: mean. I think Levert is for sure a keep, and Sabonis is for sure a keep. After that, yeah, unless you're upgrading, um, Sabonis, no, no but no, I don't no. think they can. No, I, I think Sabonis is their best player. Levert and Sabonis are their two best players, in my opinion. You, you, you have so you maybe you Packers a 13 overall pick, Brogdon. Okay, right, I want to say it again, but this this kind of makes sense. Ben Simmons this is a team that kind
1: of makes sense but then again they're that's uh, if they're keeping like a Brogdon
0: because they, they then after they lose Brogdon they don't have shooting Karis Levert, one shooter like, no no no, Karis LeVert's the Sabonis, they're both great shooters, yeah, that's honestly that's what, that's why I said that this trade kind of works for them because they had those two players to score for them and he facilitates, I like that move mm-hmm. so you think Malcolm Brogdon and Turner for Simmons? I'm thinking Brogdon the 13th pick and not Turner.
1: They've mb
0: Yeah, not Turner. So I think Brogdon, 13th pick, maybe some future picks. And then.
1: I mean, they have TJ Warren as a.
0: And then TJ Warren. Add TJ Warren as well. That's too much. I don't think that's too much. I, I wouldn't give up that much. Because again, yeah, I think it's. TJ Warren look, and Malcolm Brogdon are your two best shooters. I don't care Like, they're their two best shooters. No, Karis LeVert and Demontis Savonis are their two best shooters. The, Malcolm Brogdon is one of the best three point shooters in the NBA. I think he, he he can shoot well but he doesn't do it at a high level. 50 40 Slovert can do it at a high level. 50 40 90. That is rookie season. Again, not not many shots taken. Um I mean, I, he's one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. I mean, Tony Snell went 50 50 100. You're going to call him one of the best three-point shooters. He didn't in the
1: get league? the minutes that Malcolm Brogdon got, or the did not I mean, he didn't They're they're in, they're in a position where 39% from 3 this year. Like, they're he's in the best shooters.
0: They're in the position where like yeah, he's he's good, but I think you'd rather make that kind of splash right now, go after like some player who can definitely make a change. And I think like Brogdon's facilitation is facil- kind of underrated. So I think the uh, Sixers would love to have him on the team. Like you mentioned, good shooter, a d- good facilitator for him, beat. He's a good shooter, but then what, why do the Pacers do that? I, I still don't understand hmm? that. I think they they kind of need, because they have that scoring available. So then you have the elite playmaking, elite def- elite, def- elite defense, elite elite defense yeah. in Simmons, and then you have good scoring in Levert. It's not like they're a bad team. Okay, fine. Keep team. Warren, then. Keep Warren, and then keep Sabonis. Yeah, I, mean, I think it works be- out pretty well for them. I mean, it's not like they're a bad defensive team right now. I mean, they're not. They're not horrible, but it, it doesn't hurt. They're not good. You know what I mean? I get it. I mean, like,
1: I'm, it, Ben Simmons is like, like, I was a Ben Simmons supporter, and now like he just scares me.
0: And yeah. Yeah. I think we, we honestly talked about that free throw thing well before that whole series. Yeah, we did. We we mentioned it and we gave you we gave you smack for it. For the the free throw, like whole like you were supporting like he's over hated. Yeah, I said overrated. So in that situation if if they can get him without giving up Warren, maybe the thirteenth pick and then Brogdon for for Ben Simmons, yeah. I'd do that. I yeah, think that's I kind mean. of a steal.
1: I mean, he scares me now. Like he's still like an elite defensive player, an elite playmaker, and an elite playmaker. But he, I mean, I don't even know anymore. Because he, if he has a ball in his hands, sure, he will not keep the ball in his hands anymore. Why not? As soon as he gets the ball, he's dumping it off. That, that I that's think what happened
0: in the series. That's what happened, and I think that's kind of a mental thing more than anything. I, how can you get that out of your head? You can't. Like that's I think, so hard. I really think that like with the change of scenery. You know, playing with new players with less expectations, being that third scoring option on the team, like third solidified scoring option on the team. I mean it's, which he was on the Sixers with Tobias Harris and Embiid, but like again, when you're in Indiana, I think you have less expectations on you. Just in general. I mean it's not only like, like less people viewing you. So I think that they make that trade. He's got he's out of the spotlight in a sense. Just kinda work on his craft as much as he can. You know, develop from there. Yeah. That's, where I, that's why I like that pick, trade. But say they weren't trading it, you have them taking... Oh, no, this is my yeah, this pick. this is your pick. What did I say? You didn't say anyone yet. I didn't say anyone yet. No. Um. Huh. So, I guess you go... I'm trying to think. Because you kind of... Because, again, like they're kind of filled out at all positions. Yeah. In the sense that they have... So, I guess, in my opinion, the best player available would be James Knight. Okay, so I I guess you go Boogie yeah. yeah, here. Why not? Yeah, right? that's a good pick. That so, would have been that would have been great for the Warriors. Well, I mean, I have a different player for the Warriors.
1: All right, yeah. So fourteen for the Warriors. I have going gone Corey Kispert.
0: Okay, that's fine. Yeah, can, I like that. Yeah, I he's, like that. Can,
1: I actually really like that because like he is that type of play, like the player that you said like Wagner? win now, like yeah, yeah. win now player. That's Corey Kispert.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Hit I threes, totally
1: play not. defense, be a like an experienced player. Right, I'm totally fine with that because he's yeah. older as well. Yeah. Play more so years. I think if they trade the seventh pick and end up with Corey and Kispert at fourteen, that's perfect offseason for
0: them. Mm-hmm. They need to trade the pick. I think they need to trade the pick. Yeah, because you're not getting. I think you're not getting anyone at seven that's gonna make a change. In I your mean, year. honestly, trade that pick and James Wiseman for someone at. Your that's center, what I'm basically. saying. Maybe for Cat. You know what I mean?
1: Would, then you get Wiseman they, I, and Wiseman. I, I don't think Minnesota wants to break up the Edwards Russell.
0: Wa- wa- it's not working out, I think. It's been a one year, and that was with Edwards having a rough first half of the season. It wasn't even that rough. It just underrated, in my opinion. And then Russell wasn't playing at all, to be yeah. honest. But I, I, think, I think they like their trio. They have such bad bench. I, I really hate Rules right now in the sense that they have all this talent, but they're just, they're they horrible, just can't put it together. Horrible job of surrounding talent. Yeah. And just anything around that. Well, what
1: center would fit the Warriors, though?
0: I mean, defense. They've center. never had a... Big
1: center, a good a center, good, yeah. They've had role players, but you position. don't even need a shooting center here because
0: they have shooting everywhere, everywhere. But they're five, honestly. Like, may, maybe try bringing that star player at five, you know what I mean? Try bringing in, uh, I mean,
1: like, well, you, like, Jokic Embiid, and beat and Katz at a bio, those are all players I think are off the board.
0: I don't think those are, realistic. I think Cats the realistic one in this situation. They're trying to break it up, and Wiseman fits the timeline with Edwards. So, cat it fits their timeline too. Like, cat is a young player. He's young, but he's entering his prime the next two years. Maybe yeah, next I'm, year. I mean, Russell will be in his prime then too. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you can't trade everyone, right? But I think trading away cat, breaking it up fully. No, I, I, I don't I think they dis- will, cause they they didn't get
1: to see them at the full potential yeah. last year. No, yeah, I disagree with that. But I, what, what other center would?
0: There isn't really. I think Vucevic would have been that guy.
1: No, cause he's not a defensive center. He's like a no, scoring center. No, I'm saying center. like
0: before, like that trade block center who isn't. Again, like a trade block, yeah. Who else on the
1: Maybe like a Steven Adams. Maybe the Pelicans won. I think the Pelicans would love to get rid of Steven Adams because I think the Warriors would love
0: to have Steven Adams. But no, I don't think they would because of that contract. They can't afford that. He's a really bad contract. Oh, yeah. It's like $27 million next year. I mean, if you pair like Wiggins and him, they would not do that. Wiggins is a much better player than Steven Adams. Steven Adams had to digress. He digressed last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, that's our mock draft for our mm-hmm. lottery picks. Yeah, this is, I mock draft 1.0. Yeah. I think, like, this is our first time, we we don't talk about the picks before, yeah. unless it's, like, this, like, one We'd thing. We try not to. So, then, like, we kind of let it out here. And then, I think, going forward, we might doing the, we might start doing these together. Maybe. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of I like, like fucking with you in this. Series. Yeah,
1: but I think, like, right now, this is more of, like, a, even though it's, like, more disorganized. Mm-hmm. Now we kind of know like what our thought processes are. Right. Freezing. Yeah, yeah. So, so it'll be more polished next time. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening and chimps out.